The Love Doctors Podcast is sponsored by Choice Mortgage Bank. You're listening to The Love Doctors. Call toll-free 1-877-927-6969. This is Real Radio 94.3. On the Treasure Coast, tuned to 1017. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, delete one this song. one. Delete this forever. Uh, or maybe we can fix it a little. This some may have really been... smooth, fancy editing there on that one. Gee, I wonder who would have done that. <laughs> Really just, crappy edits. Just blame the previous producer, man. That's what I, that's what I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like to blame the current one. To be honest with you, uh, I think the worst edit in there is what was that song that I did from? from no, no, that, the Amma is one of my favorites. Uh, the Tom Sawyer uh, Rush version, but I'm talking about the. Um, trying to remember the name of the song. Uh, Breakfast in America. Oh, uh, Super Tramp. Super Tramp. Was it? Uh, Got good by Stranger. No, There's no. nothing no, wrong with that no, one. It was uh, the Logical. Bloody song. Bloody, bloody Well Right. Bloody Well Right, I think. Look up Bloody Well Right. Uh, just see if that one's in there. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I think it's. All right. Maybe this isn't. Oh yeah, that's it. Oh, that's oh. Awesome. you know what? It's, it's I don't think it's as bad as the as the uh, the the sticks blue collar man. I, that wasn't too that wasn't too terrible. That's that's pretty harsh, man. It's like breaking glass in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> that one was horrible. Yeah, that was okay. It was bad. okay. It was a bad one. Let's, trying to make it feel better. Thanks a lot, Luke. Let's Tough go. song to edit, though. Very well. There there was just no edit. There was no right. way to go from that mm-hmm. uh, that soft of that rock and riff that they have. That, with any type of smooth transition. No way. Some songs you just got to let it go, man. Yeah. <laughs> let it go, baby. There, there are some that I have spent hours and just deleting all of my work and starting from scratch three, yeah. four, five times. Oh, wow. Just to get that edit perfect. And one of them was Disturbs uh, remake of Genesis Land of Confusion. Land of Confusion. That one, I. I that one I was pretty proud of. I had spent I had spent too much time on that damn song. This is the disturbed version. Right. I remember this. It's in here a couple of times, so I don't know if this is a this copy is, or your edit. This is well oh, no, they're the same way. The copy over would have been my edit. They copied my song here. Pretty good. That dude. one that was smooth. That was a smooth edit, but brother, I'm telling you, I must have redone that. Ten times in order to get that edit right. Just couldn't wow. hear it. Just couldn't hear it. Those, some of those songs are really difficult to to make that smooth transition from one riff to another. Mm-hmm. Where they change tempo completely. And time. They right. change time and tempo. Yeah, it makes it tough having uh, having done many of these myself. <laughs> but but it, it, it's fun. It's a, it's a fun thing. It can be when you're not frustrated it's, pulling it, your hair out. You're right. You're right. But it, it is. Um, it's very rewarding in the end when you get the sound that you want, and you're hearing it. You pop, you pop your collar when you do, when you have a good edit. There's like, a little po- collar yeah. popping. A little collar popping. Sure. A little, little puffed out chest. I and yet the average listener doesn't, doesn't know the difference. They at don't all. even care. No. But no. that's the perfectionist in us. Yes, that's true. On some things, that is. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, hotline, real radio. Hotline, oh, hotline, oh, hotline. Oh, hotline, all right. Hotline. I feel so bad about Glenn catching hell on these damn calls about these nuts and everything. But I'm going to do a punchline for him. All right. Punchline. What's your punchline? Punchline, down his throat. <laughs> does that one stand on its own or what? Yes, yeah, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Question is, where is Dr. Glenn's juice body? <laughs> oh, I like how he wow. phrased it. Where is <laughs> his juice <Yeah>. spot is? <laughs> it kind of sounded a little. What is your name here? I think it was an ode. It, yeah. was, it was an, an ode, ode to <laughs> Ron to Questa Real Radio. What's up, Ron? Hey there, Glenn. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, good to good to talk to y'all. Yeah, we're all here, Ron. Good uh, to hear from this you. This is a this is a a prank I did at a garage sale one time, and somebody <laughs> told me about it. And uh, at the garage sale, we had a lot of purses, and uh, in one of the purses, I put a envelope in there, and I put a couple of pennies and a couple of quarters, and I put on the outside and sealed it, put it on the outside of the envelope in the purse, and it said electric bill eighty six dollars. So we had the garage sale, and uh, I saw this lady looking at this purse and there was a lot of persons she picked out this this one I said okay here here we go so she brought over the purse and I, I think I had $35 on it all the others were five and ten and she wanted that purse because it had that note in there and I she wanted to offer me like two three dollars I said no I gotta get 35 I wouldn't budge she said oh, okay so she gave me 35 bucks <laughs> and uh I can't imagine her face when she got in her car and looked in that envelope. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty smooth. That is, yeah. And then what's she going to do? Yeah. Come back and say, I don't oh, want it now? <laughs> what would you have done if the woman came back and said she didn't want the purse any longer? Oh, I, I would have said, oh, cash is cash, you know. Or really? She, or you would have ca- denied her? Yeah. Or she came back and said, where's the rest of the $86? <laughs> 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 I don't know what I would have I would have taken some balls. <laughs> Dan, what would you have done? What purse? <laughs> I didn't sell you a purse. What are you talking about? A purse? No, that's yours. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know what I would have done, but it, it was kind of a fun thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good, good it prank. Her. It wasn't too much fun. Yeah, she thought she was getting a steal, you know. I'm sure she did. <laughs> you <laughs> got one over on her, Ron. Good one. Well, nice talking to you all. Have a good week. All right, you too, man. It was a pleasure. And Joe Boxcar is checking in from Barefoot Bay. What's up, Joe? Hello, Dano, 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 and everyone. Hey, Joe. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hey, Glenn and uh, Leah and uh, Luke. And uh, Jimmy? Yeah, he's out there. He says hi. He just waved. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. Because I, I had mentioned uh, Jimmy the last time I talked to him, whenever it was last week. Yeah. And I had said to him to say to uh, you to say, I miss Krista Riley. I mean, uh, Krista Riley, like like she said, my friend Joe, you know. Krista Riley. Uh, wow, that's oh, a blast man. from 12 years ago. Sure yeah. is. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That's when I was first listening to the show, you know. And also Danny James when he had the midday show. Denny. Sure, sure, Denny. sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, De- Denny, a longtime employee, uh, super smooth, dulcet tones, uh, one, of, one of the better jocks that we ever had here. Uh, who went, then left uh, and became producer for one of the afternoon shows here. Krista Riley, she was doing the locker room with the Greek uh, for a little while and then stepped up and did a couple of months with Nights on Real Radio. Man, mm-hmm. that, that chick was a trooper. She That chick lived in Sunrise. She I drove love- She drove from Sunrise 
Whew. to West Palm Beach at seven o'clock in the morning. Got there at you know ten after eight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then she would leave there, drive to Port St. Lucie, do the do nights on real radio until eleven o'clock. Drive back down to Sunrise, get home at one, and was back in West Palm at eight. Oh my God! And what a that, schedule! And did that for months on end. That's crazy. I'm, I'm sure that wouldn't have lasted for her. That, that's an almost it impossible. <laughs> it yeah. didn't. Well, it I mean, didn't <laughs> of her own accord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was in the end. She was like, "I just can't do yeah, this just, anymore." That's impossible. It was. It was a tough one. Yeah, she went to Chicago. I think right. Yes, she did. She's doing very okay. well up there too. Married, kid. Yeah. Successful. Big, big Bears fan. Yeah. Huge. She still work uh, for iHeart. I'm not sure about that, to be honest with you. Uh, I think she might still be in the business. Yeah. I know her uh, her parents were, they were listeners for a while, too. So, hi to the Riley family. Mm-hmm. True. Cool, very cool people. And like uh, like Rich, and by the way, I pray, G- uh, Jesus, I pray Rich will be feeling better and he'll, he'll recoup and uh, get straight out. Straight That's right, out. Joe. Good for you. That's Joe, right. I talked to him yesterday and he's doing much better. Good. Because when I called up and I said I prayed Jesus that for your wife and your doggy, thank you. I, you know, I, I forgot to say Rich. You know, because well, that's God, very I, nice of you. Well, if you think he was pissed off when he was working here, try retiring and then having some sickness overcome you. Yeah, really. Yeah, not that happy. Suck. Wow, does that suck? Wow, that's some serious. Wow, does that yeah. suck? <laughs> Maybe it's an idea for him, as long as he can speak properly, to come in as a guest. Bud, wouldn't that be you nice? Know? That would be great, man. It'd be sparkling radio. Tomorrow. Sparkling yeah. radio. He's going to come in and tell the Fort Myers story. How's that, Joe? Yeah, right. tomorrow. Uh, just what time, for you. Dan? What, what time, Dan? Oh, I don't know. Let's say uh, uh, 6.50. <laughs> now, what, do you think that if that were to happen, he would sit in, in that chair, or he'd have to go to the guest mic? No, I'd make him sit in <laughs> i put him in Glenn's chair. What do you mean oh! put him in my chair? I'm not giving him my chair oh, well. for anybody. I don't care who it is. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, now you get high and mighty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. What else? Anything? Uh, also, I'd like to say hi to Angie. How do you say her name? Angie? Oh, You're talking about our own phone screener, Angelita Mamacita Taquita? I say hi to for her for me because... We did. We said hi to her for from you, Joe, specifically when we got to see her at Sunfest. Sunfest. Yeah, yeah, we did see her there. It was and great. And she was eyeing that bulgy ears, boy. <laughs> wow. oh, was she uh, checking? Was she doing oh, some pee checking? Totally <laughs> package checking. <laughs> was she? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Angie... Uh, Angie's all right. She uh, she had a handful of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she loves the hell out of you, man. Yes, like, she I does. I hadn't seen her or talked to her in about eight years, and she she was like, "Oh, hey, Luke," and she went right to you. Yes, she <laughs> did. Hi, Glenn. <laughs> she's all about the Glenn. Yeah, I love Angie. She's great. And what she did for me is like every time I called up at night when you had the nighttime show, mm-hmm. and I was like scared to talk on the radio. And what happens is she says. I said, I think, you know, I might just might as well hang up because, you know, uh, I don't feel right doing this. Uh, I don't feel comfortable. And she would say, no, 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 hold on, hold on. You know, and that was, and also, uh, hi to Andrew for me. Because Andrew. Anybody else? Why don't you write letters? Yeah. (laughs) uh, Because uh, I'm, uh, uh, what happens is I'm living in the 70s where, uh, well, first off, I don't have any stamps. (laughs) (laughs) 
Damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess stamps were a hot commodity in the 70s. They were <laughs> tough to come by. Yeah, that whole electronic email thing, that passed you up, huh? Oh, hell yeah, man. All I'm right. back in the 70s with a phone on a wall. Yeah, I got a cord on it. So anyway, the idea is about uh, Andrew. I mean, when I won some kind of prize on your show, I don't remember what it was. And I said to Andrew, he called me up, and he goes, hey, uh, you got to come to Vero to get the prizes, uh, tickets or whatever. I don't remember. And I say, ain't no way I'm going to get down to Vero, man. And he goes, all right, well, I'll send you a uh, complimentary calendar. That's when all, all the old crew was on, uh, way back God knows when. I ended up throwing it out, but, man, it was. <laughs> <laughs> just to let you know, I ended up but, throwing but, it out. But, but you, thanks for the sentiment. Yeah, you just wanted to say thanks, <laughs> Andrew, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. You're thanks, the man. Joe, Good to hear from you, you, man. We'll send our sentiments and warm wishes Bye, to everybody. Joe. Call you, call us back, Joe. All right, take care. Let's go to Daniel in Jupiter. You're on Real Radio. What's up, Daniel? I would like to thank Joe for his long-winded call. <laughs> and his thank you to everybody that used to work here. Half of iHeartMedia. Not anybody like that it. still works here, everybody that used to work here. <laughs> What's up, Daniel? Anyway, Lakewood Park, Florida. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The haiku. Oh. The girls are portly. Downstairs, it smells quite funky. Crunchy underpants. <laughs> a little haiku. Yeah, wow, I love that, the was, haiku. that was brilliant. <laughs> Crunchy underpants. It was weird that he went into character after he said something. That, that was, was very like, strange. I didn't expect that through me for either. a loop. I tell you, every time he calls, I don't know who he is. Right. Because he, he just he doesn't do the voice. He, he might be one of my favorite callers. Yeah, he's a good one. That's a good one. You always smile, Luke, when he calls. At least it's new. It's good, new, fresh material. Yes. And it's yes. smart and funny. It is smart. Let's go to Kevin and Boca. You're on Real Radio. Oh, my God, Becky. Look at her blend. I like big blends, and I cannot lie. <laughs> you are the blends can't deny. Not Look bad, at her man. blend. Yeah. <laughs> the girl walks in with an itty-bitty Glenn and a real thing in her face. It's Glenn. Oh, I love it. Uh, don't want none unless you got Glenn, hon. <laughs> Hotline, Real Radio. The new NFL theme song. Gling, 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 gling. Gling, 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 gling. <laughs> not bad, not okay, bad. There okay. you go. Good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> oh, man. What do you got, Glenn? The, uh, Glenn, 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 Glenn. <laughs> Little update on that uh, girl that got pulled into the water by the uh, seal in um, the California Sea Line up in uh, c- Canada. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh, harbor master said, "Blame the parents, not the hungry sea lion." I, I, I'm agreeing with that. I got to be honest with you. What parent would let their child? walk up to a bear in the woods yep. and turn its back and pose for a picture. Anybody? Exactly. exactly. He said he said he accused the parents of reckless behavior. He said you certainly shouldn't be letting your girl sit on the edge of the dock with her dress hanging down after the sea line has already snapped at her once, he said. There's when did that happen? We didn't see that. It wasn't in the video. There are signs all over the dock that explicitly warn people not to feed the sea mammals and the penalty for disturbing an animal is a $100,000 fine Woo! because people People were throwing in food into yeah. the water before the sea before the sea lion these, went after the girl. These people were. I don't know. Oh, but I don't there, know. there are okay. signs everywhere that say "Do not feed the sea lions." 
and people were doing it anyway. Yes, they were. $100,000 fine. Incidentally, the guy that jumped in after her, it was reported that that was her grandfather. grandfather. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and not just some innocent bystander that they didn't say thank you to. they didn't to. say thank you to, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That story Always. came out yesterday. Again, what, what happened to the sunglasses? That's what they flo- I want to know. They floated away, and those things were some cheap. And I looked. I looked. I wanted to see if there was a brand on those things. It was almost like the black things that you put... That flipped down over your seeing glasses, oh, yeah. your, your ter- eyeglasses. The, ter- the Terminator glasses? The, yeah. <laughs> yes. If, the, uh, I the, feel uh, like if the family wasn't feeding the seal, that it wasn't really their fault. I, I, in the video, the girl wasn't sitting there for a lengthy period of time. No. She just went in. She just sat down. Her dress, she moved a little bit. And as soon as that thing saw her dress, he yanked her into the water. I don't blame anyone. This Sea lion is used to being fed. It's used to coming up and stealing fishermen's catch. Mm-hmm. While you know, it, when they're even taking pictures, there was like two guys taking pictures with their catch. While he's holding the catch up, the, do you remember the of sea lion took the whole fish from sure, him? Sure, sure. So they're very I, powerful I don't, I don't, animals. I don't blame anybody. You're in a place like this. There's signs posted for a reason, and if you sit on the sea wall, it could happen. I don't. It, it was an accident. Well, the Vancouver huh. Aquarium is purposely to, on the sea lions. They're yeah. trying to get they're trying to get a hold of the the uh, the girl's family. They wanted to get in touch with them because they say seals and sea lions carry some pretty nasty bacteria in their mouth, and they don't know if this girl might have had a puncture wound on no, her or something. They she don't. She didn't. You saw that it only had her dress. You saw it only had her dress. That's how it yanked her so fast into the water. They haven't called the aquarium so far. It said if she didn't suffer puncture wounds, she won't need treatment. So maybe that's good news is what the person from the aquarium said. So. Would be good news. I still kind of fault the parents a little. Oh, I, do. I just found oh. the video where he kind of snapped at a girl. It, where he, it was, I don't know if it's the same girl that got yanked in. Yes, it was. I, I will say this. It, Never would I let my kid turn their back to a wild animal in the water that's sticking its head out and no that way. people are used to feeding and let it sit down on a seawall. It, mm-hmm. took, it took place so fast, Dan. I know. My point is, is I wouldn't have let her. Those She was laughing. Everybody's having a good time. She wants to sit down. It's, a, it's an uncaged animal. Uh, you wouldn't do it with a bear in the woods or at the zoo or with a lion or anything like that. They just didn't understand how powerful that animal is. They were Asian. I think they may have very well been tourists. Yeah, yeah, they were. Well, you I know, think, I think and, they were, and so they're not they're they're not familiar with with, with the Cal- goings on. California's the... got a pretty big Asian population. This is true, but but it kind of reminiscent of the unfortunate tragedy that happened in Orlando with the with the, the Nebraska with the out- the, yeah the Nebraska couple letting the letting the kid wait around in in the uh, in water the shallow lake water. This yeah. wasn't California, Dan. It was like Brit- British it, Columbia, it Canada. Canada. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. It was a California sea line. So most likely they were tourists. tourists. Let's go to the hotline, the Glenn Serenade line, Real Radio. Oh, Glenn, this is your horse, Claude. I've escaped from the freaking barn. I'm having a blast. <laughs> that was Claude. Oh, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> the the horrified, disgusted I, look my on your horse, face. <laughs> my horse, Claude. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know that I, I would have ever made that call. Nope. I don't was, think no, I would have either. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. 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 Sometimes you Nope. How about uh, Spence? Welcome to Real Radio. What's going on, fellas? Hey, Spence. Well, well, well. Hello, Spencer. How you doing, Mr. Danum? Man, I couldn't be any better. Thanks for asking. That's great. Yeah. Fine. How are you? I'm doing excellent, man. Yeah? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. You sound a little shaky, but you okay? Yeah, I'm fine, man. What you, shaky? Well, yeah, I'm when fine, you say you sound yeah. shaky, what, 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 what do, do you mean, mean by that? What? 
and his voice, you know, his voice has been quivering lately. And quivering, I, quivering. I, yeah, I just feel like there's something on his mind. No, is there something no. on your mind? Well, there's a lot has happened well, in Glenn's wife, life. My wife has been ill lately, and and my dog got hurt last Friday. Uh, that a work a man. So so yeah yeah that that that's been on my mind. But otherwise, I'm doing excellent, so I feel fine. Yeah. Just your happy go lucky wow. self. Are you yeah. are you concerned for him, or are you just kind of trying to? Truly, you know? yeah, truly, truly concerned. Well, that's nice of you, Spence. Why? Well, quite obvious. I mean, I you know I was you know he's you know he tries his best every day, and uh, you know, it's just. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, my goodness. What the hell was that? Wait a second. What the hell was that? Did, did, did I, you did, I, did I, say that out loud. Did I? Yes, oh, yes yeah. you did, yeah. you bastard. <laughs> what was that again, Luke? Can you repeat that, please? <laughs> yeah, can, you, can you isolate that for me? That's going to be Luke's soundbite on the 360. Oof. <laughs> 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 okay, now I know how he really feels. Yeah. 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 Oof. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's how we all feel. <laughs> I don't, Glenn. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Hey, so what's the deal, man? How's it going? Seriously, you guys doing okay? Seriously, yeah, we're seriously, fine. we're yeah, we're, yeah, we're hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Everything's great. Yeah, you feeling pretty good about it? I'm. Uh, yeah. So far, what are you getting at? Mm-hmm. What do you want? Where's this going? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just concerned. That's all. Well, word on the street. What's the, the word on the street? The word on the street is we're having a blast in here. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But, you know, behind the scenes, there's, you know, mm. scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt. The scuttlebutt. Behind the scenes, scuttlebutt. Are you saying there's, like, tension amongst us or something? I'm not saying anything. I'm not, you just said it. Sounds. <laughs> <laughs> You're not saying anything, Spence. You're starting something. Yeah, That's what yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, what can I instigate today? Let me make them. Let me make them hate each other. They're having too much fun. First. First, you know, you had a little shaky voice on the radio, and now you're saying there's tension between you guys. Oh, man. But apparently. Yeah. And, pro- and problems at home, too. <laughs> oh, man. That's... All right, Spencer. I, I just, I, I just, Hang in there, man. We'll be okay. I promise. We're, 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 we'll survive. All right. Very good. Very good. Move along. Now. All right. Take All right. care. That's, there you go. You know, everything okay? Yeah, everything's great, man. Everything's great. Right. Oof. There's no tension between us now. None. Yeah, okay. All right. That's good. That's good yeah. to know. That's good yeah. to know. How about Lenny? You're on Real Radio. What's up, Lenny? Glenn, this is for you, for when you first fell in love. He's just 15 years old. <laughs> Leave him alone, baby. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were in love with Rich. I know he's See, not. See, I quite liked it, Lenny. Thank you very much for sharing yeah, you with would. us. No, that that was that was horrible. You're it's... a huge Benny Mardonis fan. <laughs> <laughs> One of two things: you can talk about the loneliest people on earth because nothing says lonely like this next story, okay. or you can we can talk about uh, the craziest ways we've ever given a finger to our former boss and quit the job. Wow. I'll let you choose. Glenn? I've never done that before, so I unfortunately don't have a story. I've never quit in anger. You no, know? I, I don't know. I've, one time when I was 15 years old, I, I quit a video store job in, in pure anger. But uh, you've, you've chosen, and you've chosen wisely. A woman was arrested after she won the lottery, and when you do that, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? When you win the lottery? Yeah. And you want to quit your job. Oh, is to tell people to kiss your behind? Well, yeah. you're doing something with your behind. Yeah. But you're not asking people to kiss it. 
this courier company had no idea of the woman who had just won the lottery. But they knew something was wrong because the boss came back from lunch and found that his office door was closed. And he thought, well, that's strange. I left it open when I left here. Oh, boy. Right. So somebody had been in there. Yeah. Oh, God, she didn't. She is the boss opened the door, discovered the newly rich woman with her pants around her ankles <laughs> on top of the desk like a hippopotamus or <laughs> cheetah dropping <laughs> on the desk. Oh, my goodness. That is so bad. She shot her head towards me. We locked eyes. I was frozen in shock and fear. But in the moment, in my peripheral vision, I saw <laughs> a Play-Doh Fun Factory happening. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. She says it was worth it upon her arrest oh. this past Friday. <laughs> she must have really hated that job. <laughs> when I realized I hit the lotto, I knew this would be the first thing I wanted to do. Go take a dump on her boss's desk. Is hit up every Mexican food truck and oh. save it up all weekend long for the Monday morning when... Oh, my goodness. The boss was at lunch. <laughs> wow. She says, I was shuffling around like a death row inmate in shackles trying not to explode. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> She'd been putting up with this guy's crap for many years. Right. It was time with he put up with some of mine. So it wasn't so much, Glenn, that she hated her job. She hated her boss. She yep. hated Otherwise, him, she would have yeah. crapped all over everybody's desk. Yeah. Oh, man. She got pissed off and did the nasty on her boss's desk. Wow. wow. That's the nasty times two. Now, what kind of what kind of sum of money are we talking about here? It didn't say how much money she won in the lottery. That's, I think that's an important piece of the puzzle. Yes, it is. Because like, you can hit a lottery for 200k. Mm. I don't think I'm pooping on my boss's desk. No, way. no, no, way. no. no, no, I, no. I, although I would do it for less. <laughs> <laughs> you would not here. <laughs> no. I love all the bosses here. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to see if there's another story <laughs> that that'll give us the amount of money. I too was wondering how much money she would have won in the lottery. She is in jail. And how, how about like it was her uh, her husband pulling that fake fake winning ticket prank on her. Oh, oh. <laughs> my God. Funny that she still stated even after being arrested, though, that it was worth it, you know? Yeah. Well, we had that other woman that quit live on air. I'll never forget it. She wanted to open up, uh, I don't know, it was like a marijuana dispensary, and she was a reporter for a local news agency. In, in Alaska. It was in Alaska. Was Alaska. You remember yeah, the story. I remember it, yeah. Now, everything you heard is why I, the actual owner of the Alaska Cannabis Club, will be dedicating all of my energy toward fighting for freedom and fairness, which begins with legalizing marijuana here in Alaska. And as for this job, well, not that I have a choice, but I quit. <laughs> that was live on I'm air. I apologize for that. <laughs> We'll be we'll be right back. Me, um, wow, that was awkward. <laughs> very, <laughs> very. And then we have that. What's that woman? I uh, quit this bitch. I quit this bitch. There it <laughs> is. Annette of the mood setter. Annette of the mood setter. Yeah, she was a, ra a radio DJ. I want to say uh, Atlanta or somewhere okay. in the southeast. And uh, I, I tried to get the full clip. Uh, but we had this one. I quit this bitch. That everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a real person quitting? Yeah. She oh, quit yeah. on air. She she like ranted for about three minutes about how 
crappily she was treated and that her you know her creativity was stifled yeah, and right. this place sucks and and that, and then she ended with I quit this bitch. Well, Glenn Glenn's told us he's never quit. Have you? Yes, well, I definitely good, quit. Good, I've had a, I've had a few experiences, and I even quit someone else's job for them. Well, I want to uh, 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 hear that. Yeah, I had a really good friend in high school that we she went off to college, and when she came back into town the next year, she was working at a bar, and she wanted to quit the job before she was going back to school, but she was scared. And I was like, "Why are you scared? This is silly. You know, it's a legit reason you're going." Back to school. Yeah. And she was like, please. And we talked a lot alike. You know, it's like when girls are best friends, they sound alike sometimes. Okay. They pick up the same All thing. Right. Like so, the way that you, you, you speak. The inflections yes. tended to be the mm-hmm. same. And it was like valley, whatever. So Valley speak. I called and talked to her boss who totally thought I was her. He was like, yeah, Ash. She's like, okay, well, you know. And then he even like asked a question or or made a statement about something that only the two of them would have known. And it was like twice during the conversation that he did it. And I kind of was like, yeah, I had no <laughs> idea, but I, but I like, yeah, it off and, and quit her job for her. good cover. Yeah. <laughs> what was she so afraid of? That's yeah. weird. She was just, people are afraid to quit their jobs. People are afraid if they're going to quit their job, they're people just have a fear. It's like, I have a girlfriend who's scared to drive on the highway. You know, like she has a straight up, like, I can't know. I'll, okay, well, don't try to call me while I'm driving because I've got to get on the highway. Really? Yeah. Well, the, the, uh, the, the fear of the boss would be the fear of burning a bridge. Mm. You don't want to do that yourself. But if somebody else does it, it's okay. I think that yeah. she was, she was afraid of them being mad at her. Yeah. Right. So I don't think it was, uh, you yeah, know, no, the, the, the bad recommendation or, or, or burning a bridge, but just that they were going to scold her. Like as if, well, as if you did in school, the way you got scolded for yeah. doing something wrong in school, and she's like, well, "I don't want." And I was like, Please. "And you guys were young, and you guys were young. We were nineteen, eighteen years old. Had a okay. lot to learn at that point in life. What? Because if you're if you're on the way out, you know, it's like if you're gonna give, give me a hard time about leaving, you know, double middle finger up in the air. Hey, yeah. th- 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 maybe this is why I'm not here anymore. Bye. Because of stuff like that. Mm. When I was sixteen, I lied about my age and I went to a hotel that had a restaurant inside that was a pretty decent restaurant, like a steakhouse type right. place, and tried to tried to swindle my way as an eighteen year old server. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I got caught, but I got caught. You, oh. They called me off the floor. Did they? Really? Oh, straight up. And they're and like, yeah, yeah. We got to let old you, are you go. <laughs> how old were you? Did you, you bring at that your time? license with how, you today? How old were you at that time? Sixteen. Sixteen. But, you but looked, I had worked in the restaurant business my whole life, and so I 18. was, and I and I knew the money that could be made, and I was a go getter. So I tried to get get a job at at this. You know, were you a good server, or did one of the red one of the reasons that they found out how old you really were is because they questioned. I think I just probably was paranoid because I was. Yeah. I had never done that before. Yeah. And I thought maybe I could get away with it. How did you lie on your application? You I just, just put that I put everything. that I was born in seventy one or whatever it was, and and um <laughs> and then I, it was like my second day, and I remember like stressing about having to buy khaki pants and paying for stuff that I didn't really have the money to pay for. Sure. I ended up we you know figuring it out, and then I was there two days and three days, and then they came up to me and they were like, uh, "Come in the office." Well, what gave it away? I don't know. They found out that I was not old enough. Yeah. I don't know. Man. Uh Uh-huh. That Mm. sucks. Yeah, then another time, I kind of was forced to quit. I was working at a Japanese steakhouse in Boca, 
And the woman that owned the place was a Chinese woman that dyed her hair blonde. And she had pictures in the bathroom of her in assless chaps in the men's bathroom. She nice. was super hot. Yeah. Super hot. She was married to a guy that happened to be a producer of Dire Straits. So they had a lot of money. They lived on the intercoastal in Boca mm. in a really exclusive neighborhood. He had like a Lamborghini and she drove a Bentley. Wow. And – her husband traveled a lot, and her husband's ex one day, one night, drove through the parking lot of this restaurant and threw some kind of brake thinner or brake fluid all over her Bentley. Right. So when we came out at the end of the night, it looked as though someone had threw acid icing from a cake right. all over her car. Okay. And I took my hand, and I was like, what is that? Oh. It was her paint. Oh, oh yeah. It took wow. the paint right off of took it. Took the paint right Gooped it up in sections all over her Bentley. So she stopped driving her car to the restaurant. And she lived about a mile down the road. Mm -hmm. So she asked me for rides. Well, the rides required me to leave even earlier because mm -hmm. she was the owner of the restaurant needed to open the restaurant. So I became kind of her step, like her Girl. stepdaughter oh, right. and her mm -hmm. side bitch. She had a Harley that had a side carrier. Right. <laughs> she would go to like cool. Fridays after work. She was the first person to tweeze my eyebrows. She was like, they're too bushy. <laughs> she was very into fashion and right. very, and I was 16. Yeah. You know, so um, she got mad at me one day because I couldn't leave and come and get her and drive her to the restaurant. And so she was giving me a hard time and the guilt got to me and I had my boyfriend drive me down there. And when we were ha almost there, we saw her walking in her kimono down US-1. And you could tell she was mad. She was, like, mad. So we pull over. She gets in the car. She's huffing and puffing. We get to the restaurant. And she's still bitching and moaning in this really small kitchen. And we fully get into, like, this physical altercation. And uh, I was like, I am out here, lady. You don't fight anybody in kimono shoes. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen those wooden things? Yes. And we wear the little sock with the, the thing in yeah. between the toes. Right, and right. We're laying on the ground with rice in the air. It was like silly. It And I had to quit. Aww. All because I, I couldn't be in her, her bitch anymore. I don't have any story that would compare in comparison. <laughs> uh, the one job I remember, and I had no problem leaving. I was working for an Army-Navy surplus store. Okay. <laughs> How old were you? 16 years old. And Dano got relegated to jeans duty. They had a monstrous wall of jeans with a library ladder that would slide back and forth. Sure. Right. And were they I, all husky jeans, probably? They, oh, were, they were probably Lee and Levi's. That's exactly what Irregulars, they were. things like that. Yeah. Again, I, I don't know the specific styles of right. that. I tried to avoid... I hated that job. <laughs> I hated waking up knowing I had that job. Were you forced to get it by your parents? Well, it wasn't that I was forced. There were things I, I wanted and had to pay for, and that was the job that was open, and I was working, and I had, I had, I had known for six or eight months that we were going to be moving to Florida, and I really didn't want to get into something that I really loved, because then... And, but, man, I hated that job. I hated folding the jeans. Tag out, tag up, sizes, measure them, the different brands. I was bored to tears, and I had no problem. I took the stack of jeans, 
Mm-hmm. And I handed him to the manager, and I said, goodbye. <laughs> and that lady looked at me like, what do you mean, goodbye? And I'm like, you're on Gene's duty. I'm out of here. I just couldn't take it anymore. Really? Wow. It was the one time that I walked out of a place and said, I hate this job. Right. Well, that's what happened to me. I worked at mm. Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago. I got the job through a modeling agency. My job can really consisted of just helping people with towels by the pool. Right. Occasionally, I got to swim with uh, Marla's kids, like Tiffany Trump and stuff like yeah. that. And they were kids. A little hottie. Then <laughs> there came the day. I mean, I met Donald while I was there. Dee Roberts was a beautiful woman that worked the tennis. She was like the tennis pro there. It was lots of fun. What day? What day? Oh, I'm excited. This is, this is juicy stuff. <laughs> the day that they handed me a broom and asked me to sweep the tunnel. Heading out to the beach. Okay. There's a tunnel off yeah. the back end of the property. That's right. A lot of those Palm Beach I houses have it. I started to do it, and then I just laid the a broom down, broom and you're down like, I'm and I done. walked to my car. <laughs> <laughs> and I just left. I was like, that is not what I am doing. I quit this bitch. <laughs> I straight up. Was, laid that, was that beneath that manual labor beneath you? It wasn't you? a matter of beneath me. That uh-huh. wasn't what I, that no one told me I would be doing maintenance. Right. That wasn't what I mm-hmm. was hired and for. And that was a very long walkway with steps that led you down into a tunnel that took you to the beach. Yep, right. It took me, I probably did half of it. And I just, I, I remember just laying down and walking to my car and just getting in my car and leaving. Yeah. I remember also during that time, it was kind of creepy. I was working at my mom's bar and a guy, some like secret service person came into my mom's bar asking questions about whether or not I had ever spoken about w- working there or what I had Weird. seen or what I, yeah. Weird. Really? Let's go to the phones and uh, get some stories here. Evan, welcome to Real Radio. Hey, man. um, I've been waiting on Hotline to try to sing you a Glenn song. Can I sing her or what do I do? <laughs> what I do? Jeez, oh, man! If they're gonna beg for oh, you gotta let it. go yeah, ahead, let, go ahead, let him. Let's do see it. what you got, Evan. If it sucks, you get hey, hung up on that. Wait, no, I understand that. You know, okay, it, you probably will. You ready? <laughs> I'm waiting, anticipating this highly. Sitting on the toilet today, eating a sandwich and Frito Lay. Lunchtime is here again. In the bathroom is Dr. Glenn. Oh, he's sitting on the toilet today, swatting flies. <laughs> not bad, Evan. Yeah, not bad. Not bad all right. at all. That's the, all. That, that, that is the free pass for today. Yeah. If you've got a song for Dr. Glenn, I'm going to play us a little uh, Survivor Glenn, if you don't mind, uh, Luke. How proud you are! It's not every day you get your own jingle made after you <laughs> by a band that you like too. Uh, that's seven seven two three three five two four zero one. That's the hotline number, and that's the also the Glenn Serenade line. Yeah, the Glenn Serenade line. Yeah, that's what okay. He, serenade. That's a, what we're calling it now with a, with a Glenn song. Sure, let's find out if we have a Glenn Serenade here. Hotline. Glenn. Oh. What did he say? Glenn sucks? I have no idea. Okay. That's oh, well. fine. That's fine. Jason and Jupiter, you're on Real Radio. What's up, Jay? Hey, what's going on, people? Hey, here we are, man. Right on. Well, I started out saying I had a question, but I actually can contribute a uh, quitting job. Oh, I'd love I, to I hear it. I put in to quit, and um, the jerk of a 
manager, my last night there, I was in high school, I was working at Shoney's as a busboy of all things, and I was leaving to go to be a bag boy at Winn-Dixie. And um, he decides that uh, all the baseboards in the bathrooms needed to be scrubbed. Oh, man. And it's like, really? So, you know, I, I, I sucked it up, I did it, and I don't remember how much time I had left in my shift, and he decides that I need to go out back and scrape all the gum off the concrete around the dumpster where everyone would go out and smoke. Gross. And I was like, that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I just hung out. I was like, what's he going to do? Is he going to fire me? You know. This like, place almost had me on edge. The original general manager, when I was hired as an intern in a very, very lowly paid part-timer, mm-hmm. this is at the back, this is going back to 94, 95. One of the uh, one of the morning show hosts broke a toilet in this building. Yeah, he actually did. He broke a toilet by relieving himself. He in broke it. the Whoa. damn. Yeah, he he had the guy he, was so big he broke the toilet. And the general manager says, "Hey, Dano, come here." I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Clean that." And I went, "I am out of here, man." If you think I left a thousand dollar a week job to come here and clean your toilets, I don't think so. That is, brother, it didn't stop. That, my friends, is the toilet that's in the pond. By the way, oh, that, I thought so. That's yeah, that's the one that got blown up and thrown away. Yeah, the real radio artificial reef. <laughs> it's full of brim now. I didn't. Number it one, was full of fiddler's brown trout. Yes, now it's it full was. Of brim. That Dana wouldn't clean one and two. Dana was not removing from this building. Dano almost almost didn't (laughs) make it past two months in this industry, (laughs) but I sucked him up and told him where he could go. He didn't last much longer. He didn't last much longer here, so (laughs) I don't blame you. All's well that ends well. That was not happening. And and I and to this day, I haven't let that morning guy live it down. Anytime I'm seeing him, I'm like, hey, never mind. Hotline, real radio. (laughs) Let's go. Hotline. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Highway to Glenn's Danger Zone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the vo- vocal tune-up at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we need a harmonica in there. 877-927-6969. Toll free. A whole bunch of people want to jump on. 